to another episode of the world according to us this is your man your host steve jobber and um today's episode is my initial reaction to hearing the sentence for one former police officer aaron dean in the murder of tatiana jefferson if we recall this case Going back three years, this is right off the, the heels of the Amber Geiger trial for murdering Botham John in his own apartment, where this lying sacker, you know what, claimed that she thought his apartment was her apartment, that he was an intruder, and so she barked orders that he didn't supposedly uh, adhere to, and she shot him in fear of her life and killed him while he sat in his underwear eating a bowl of ice cream. Effectively, that started off this pattern of killing black people in their homes and saying that it's a mistake or killing them anywhere as law enforcement and claiming that you made a mistake. Because after Botham John, Tatiana Jefferson was gunned down and murdered in her home while babysitting her nephew by uh, former police officer Aaron Dean for what was supposed to be a wellness check. A wellness check, mind you. Not an emergency call. A call placed for the non-emergency to simply go and check the welfare of the residents of this property that they were called to. And instead of doing that, takes the life of the person he's supposed to be performing a wellness check for. This disturbing and, frankly, community terrorizing practice of murdering unarmed or armed innocent black people quote unquote black people God's chosen in their home dwelling in their own quote unquote castle and then claiming self defense or that it was a mistake when we can clearly see the intent but to those who are willfully blind and ignorant and want to play the Oh, it was it was just an accident. It's a simple mistake. There were tragic uh, outcomes. We'll say that it's not what we've been seeing. It's not a pattern of behavior. And then the punishments aren't also a pattern of behavior. This selection of the jury pool is the biggest red flag that gets overlooked routinely. If you can call them to the carpet and say, how in God's name are we allowing juries to be all one ethnic group when America is not all one ethnic group? How are you saying you have a system of justice and you don't have equal representation under the law? Why is it that they excluded any person of color from the jury? from being able to serve on this particular jury and yet they had no problem packing that jury entirely completely with Caucasian it's because history is repeating itself once again so when you know that the fix is in from the beginning can you be surprised at the outcome it's like I said in the previous episode about this uh, murder trial 
my expectations from the sentencing were to be a quote-unquote slap on the wrist and then essentially that's what we got with this verdict um the jury sentenced Aaron Dean to 11 years 10 months and 12 days if I'm not mistaken I am disheartened disgusted and really angry that that is all this guy is going to get for murdering willfully murdering someone in their own home I want to ask any cop apologist out there before you start going off on your ramp just this hypothetical question how much time do you think the average person should get if they went to the home of a police officer and shot them and killed them dead in their own home how much time do you think they would get and how much time do you think they should get I'm willing to bet you you would be asking for the death penalty I'm willing to bet you you would be saying it was premeditated murder that there was an intent there to kill if the shoe was on the other foot so knowing the double standard that is always given as an excuse whenever police officers murder people can we be surprised at this verdict first of all I want to say I'm disgusted with the prosecutors too this was a dog and pony show from the start yes we had the pandemic so the trial was delayed for several years but we're losing sight of the steam and the energy of the country at the time when this case actually took place you had this increasing hate crimes attacking on black people non-stop one after the other case after case after case after case after case lynching modern lynching one after the other high profile cases that were most of the time trying to be swept under the rug by those who are in the justice system by those who are in positions of authority to actually give justice to the communities that are suffering at the hands of either law enforcement or civilians alike 11 years is a slap on the wrist there's a specific reason why they gave that lesser included charge it's because they did not want this officer to face true justice and be put away for at least 25 to life at least that's what he should have gotten at least 25 years period and even that i feel would still be too light your actions were calculated when you went to that residence stalking around the apartment like a burglar yourself that you're supposedly going for a wellness check you don't announce yourself at all and then you murder the resident that's supposed to be protected by you in less than a second you didn't even give the person a chance even to say if you said you supposedly saw a a gun barrel and you were looking down the barrel of a gun and you shot which i don't buy for one second because you flashed your flashlight you didn't see anything and you just shot that is the reaction of a coward And then when you went inside and you realize who you've killed, you don't go over there to render aid. You don't try to stop the bleeding. 
you just go in there to try to get the witness out of the house to try to make sure that you can get your story straight. We wait as she's bleeding out, dying on her floor for the ambulance to arrive. How much time could you have been doing something trying to put pressure on the wound, trying to give her CPR, trying to do anything to keep her alive? You didn't care about her life. And you knew that you would be able to walk away with it with a light slap on the wrist. That's what we saw. 11 years is not enough time. That lesser included charge they threw in there because they figured with the fix already being in, if you give them no other charge of a lesser included charge to consider, they would have to convict or the all white jury would let them walk outright. And I think that's the only reason the lesser included charge of manslaughter was included. So they can say, hey, we gave him something. Amber Geiger is going to be set free in about a year and a half. She was sentenced to 10 years and we know she's not going to serve a third of that. The ridiculousness of these key show trials that we see is beyond infuriating. So I, I don't feel anything when I see and hear that law officers or law enforcement officers, when they get taken out. Or if they take themselves out. I feel like that's one less murderer on the streets. Because you don't do what you're supposed to do. And you're never held accountable. And when you're supposedly held accountable. You're treated with kid gloves. This is this is beyond insane. Beyond. We have a case of Ronald Green. I'll be looking forward to seeing that trial. After this, this one. Ronald Green was lynched by police officers who beat him mercilessly to death over a traffic stop because he supposedly ran from them and told them that he was scared. He was scared for his life while he ran and begged them, called them his brothers and pleaded with them and they beat him to death and then covered it up. Told his family that he died in a car accident. But the coroner's report, even them, they tried to say that it was the crash that killed him until so they see the body cam footage and the autopsy photos of his beaten and bloodied and battered body it wasn't no car accident that killed him he was beat to death and then dragged on his face while handcuffed these are the type of people that we're giving deferential treatment and preferential treatment to and letting them skate when their malfeasance is obvious Think about how sick a society we have to be where you allow people who murder other people on video with their own body cams. You see that evidence and you still make an excuse for them. You still give them a slap on the wrist or you hide. You try to cover it up and say, well, listen, they're doing a tough job. You have basically said we can have race soldiers, criminals with the power and the authority of the state to kill people and the taxpayers the very people that fund them that you're killing will also pay the judgments the civil judgments for their wrongdoing the whole system is rotten top to bottom and I might want to say this too it is worth working exactly as it is intended be right back
too many cases. There are too many cases of giving the benefit of the doubt to police officers, law enforcement in general, where they clearly have taken somebody's life unjustly and have not been properly charged or sentenced. Too many times we're seeing the cases are rigged from the outset because of the prosecution who works with law enforcement to either give these lesser charges or no charges. You only have to look at what happened with the Ahmaud Arbery case to see that that was a systemic problem. This continued, repeated conflict of interest that when it gets exposed shows the levels that people are willing to go to within the justice system to deny justice to the victims of law enforcement and their families. I mentioned the case of Ronald Green. I mentioned the case of Amber Geiger for murdering Botham John. Now we have a Tatiana Jefferson's case. Another case that sparks the kind of outrage that everyone should have at this type of sentencing for blatant murders that you knock down to manslaughter charges is staggering. This uh, sparked the recollection in my mind of the case of one former police officer, Andrew Delkey, who murdered Daniel Hambrick in cold blood in broad daylight. Mind you, the victim was running away from the officer. We have to stop with this narrative of that they feared for their lives every time they kill people. They don't always fear for their life. Most of the time, they're in a position of power and don't want to run after somebody. And so they shoot him in the back. In the case of Daniel Hambrick, regardless of what he was accused of doing, if it's uh, stealing cars or whatever, the fact of the matter is he was not a threat to the officer at the time that he was killed. He ran and was shot in the back three times, twice in the back, once in the back of the head, and was killed. And do you know what his charges were? He was indicted for first-degree murder, as he should have been. But the prosecution, the corrupt prosecution, working hand-in-hand with the police, did not want to actually charge him with that. They had to because they saw the clear-cut video evidence of what he did in broad daylight. But behind the family's back, they struck a plea deal without telling the family that they were going to give this guy the option to plead to the lesser charge of manslaughter. And then the judge in the case, a quote unquote black judge, hands down a sentence of three years. Three years for murdering somebody in cold blood. All because he is law enforcement. This is why I said what my expectation was in the outcome of this case for Tatiana Jefferson. The system is repeatedly telling us our lives are worthless. Our lives are worth no more time than a petty offense when it comes to the hands of law enforcement. Something has to change. 
because the energy that this is putting out into the community at large is a negative tsunami that is going to come back eventually as a tidal wave and consume these same departments, these same people who have made it so now everybody should be terrorized and fearful whenever we see the police, not out of respect for them, but because we know that you are given license to be criminals and whatever you do, you will be given an excuse. You will be given a pass. You will not be held accountable and we ultimately will be funding it and paying for it. If the system is not overhauled, I feel personally, just my opinion, they're going to start breeding the kind of people that they don't want to see who are gunning for police officers because they have nothing to lose. When you see them, it's like the wild, wild west. You know that you're not going to get justice. You know it's going to be your word against theirs. And more often than not, if it comes down to it, your life or theirs, they're going to take yours and be able to walk. So what do you have to lose when you encounter them? These police officers who are not held accountable have made it even more dangerous for actual quote-unquote good officers who are few and far between. And I say this knowing that I have a few people that I know that are in law enforcement and it stains them because they're part of that collective blue line family. These types of injustices and unjust verdicts, unjust sentences, they're going to create and have been creating the kind of sentiments and resentments that are going to boil over at some point. And law enforcement will really have a justification to say they fear for their lives whenever they encounter certain communities because you have put in our minds and our hearts a fear of your very presence. We don't even want to call you when we need help because you more than likely will come and attack us and kill us instead of subduing and locking up those who actually harm us. You and the criminals are no different. That's what I started to see. And the judicial system makes it all go. It gives you the benefit of the doubt. It doesn't hold you accountable. But let it be us. Let it be us. And we will be the example that you throw the book. No mercy. No uh, compassion. No empathy. I've never seen a judge once ever cry for a defendant who happens to be melanated, who happens to be quote unquote black, accused of killing a, a police officer or anybody. I've never seen them cry for them. I've never seen them get down off the stand and go and hug them, make every excuse in the book as to why it was an accident when they did what they did. But I've seen that over and over again when it comes to law enforcement. This is a huge, huge problem. And I want to say this on a more macro level. How in God's name can the U.S. go to any nation on the face of the earth and talk about human rights? How can you do it? 
you yourselves are so guilty of so many human rights violations it's beyond absurd to go speaking to china or russia or any other nation about human rights you don't practice what you preach you turn the other way when you have actual clear-cut evidence so all of that chest puffed up pride and talking about bringing democracy and fighting for the rights of the people is bullshit because you don't practice what you preach here you allow certain communities to suffer and to be blamed for their own destruction at the hands of the people that you're given the power to to supposedly serve and protect this is horrendous and it's a terrible time to be living it's i'm almost at a loss for words to describe the level of frustration and anger and resentment at these types of sentences Daniel Hambrick running away shot in the back once in the head twice in the back and his killer gets three years Tatiana Jefferson gunned down in her own home doesn't receive any sort of CPR until other police and other ambulance arrive on the scene not from the guy who took her life and he gets a slap on the wrist sentence because we know he's not going to serve anywhere near that 11 years 10 months and 12 days It's going to be interesting to see exactly how much time her life was worth when all is said and done. Because I know for sure, and like I said, when I saw that smirk on his face, I knew this was the look of a person who was prepped and told what the most likely outcomes would be based on the lesser included charge that he was found, quote unquote, guilty of. There are too many cases for me to go back and, and list and show this this disturbing pattern of behavior. But maybe that's something exactly that should be done, collated and laid out. So anytime you have this argument about law enforcement needing more weapons, needing more funding, you can point to all these examples of what would more funding do when you have these types of cases. And so many of them. Yeah, I'm a proponent of defunding the police. Because funding them is only funding our own demise and destruction. They're not being held accountable at all. Yet they want every bit of accountability from you. Every bit of respect from you. And they don't give it. And they're supposed to be public servants. Unreal. And so we're going to go on to the next one. From this one, let's see what happens with the Ronald Green trial. For those officers charged with his murder, they should all be charged with first degree murder. The prosecutor in that case should be brought up on charges, just like the, the prosecutor for the Ahmaud Arbery case. We need to see true changes to the system. And all these other groups out there 
that talk about their needing protection, needing hate crimes bills, and that they're under attack. Pay attention. You haven't suffered anything yet. Not like this. And yet all those protections that you think were being afforded to you, when it comes your turn, when it starts happening to you, don't cry, don't complain. Remember all the things that the smart aleck words you had to say to us as a community. But just comply and this wouldn't have happened. Hold fast to that energy. Your time is coming. Till the next episode. This has been the world according to us. If you like the podcast, I encourage you to like, share, and subscribe. Take care.